1: Alrighty, Melbourne Storm now. Also, don't forget to grab a case of bloke beer if you enjoy the content. Grab a case of bloke beer from your local celebrations. IJ plus liquor, liquor legends, Porter's liquor, Botello, all that good stuff. Melbourne Storm gains Sean Blaw, losses Tarek Sims, Nikodima, George Jennings, Jordan Grant, Eisenhuth, and Justin Olam. Uh, last year they were uh, in uh, attack. They were eleventh. In defence, they were. 11th it's just like if that isn't the most storm Like the fact that they came third essentially as in oh they came third um but they had 11th for like both stats shows you that even when they're not playing as well even when their roster is probably nowhere near as strong as it has been in the past they still manage to find a way to find a way, they just defy all odds. They're literally defying statistics right now. 11th on both, and yet they came third. It is actually unbelievable. Uh, With the Melbourne Storm heading into this year, before they signed Sean Bloor, and this may sound silly because you go, it's just one signing, he's not even proven in first grade yet. But personally, the signing of Sean Bloor has actually changed a lot for me when it comes to this season for the Storm. I'm extremely excited for the Storm heading into this year. I think it rounds out their forward pack, puts pressure on guys like Holworth, who was a young rookie coming through. Those two guys are going to be battling out for that edge position. Then you look at, um, you know, or, or maybe Bloor plays 13, depending on what his ball playing is like or what Craig Bellamy wants. But Guru, uh, you've heard whispers that Leoro is training at 13 or potentially going to train there. Yeah, later. there's been a
2: word around that. Uh, as we know, guys, it's January, so February now. So God knows how it all plays out. But yeah, I've, I think that Belor will line up on an edge and there's I think there's a chance that Trent could line up at 13, uh, which, yeah, not something I saw coming. Might not play out by all means, but interesting one.
1: I, I Look, I actually like it because I just think that Josh King's a front row Played really yeah. well last year but I think he's just an out-and-out front rower. And when you do that, when you move Lioro into the 13, now I don't know what his ball playing's like, so hopefully that it's okay, but he's definitely a bit better laterally than King, Um, but it rounds out their forward pack now. Now all of a sudden their forward pack is like super locked in, super strong, Kamikamitha, Welsh, Nelson of uh, King, that's a really good, strong rotation. Welsh has a whole year under his belt after his Achilles injury. Kamakamitha, he's going to be more confident for, for as he hits, I think he's probably around the 100, 100 game mark, I'd assume. Um, can you just check that for us, Matty? I Then I also hearing Craig Bellamy talk about the key players didn't play to their potential last year. I'm really, really excited for the Storm. If there was one, I guess, concern, you could say maybe in the centres, but I actually think Nick, be- Nick Meaney is going to be outstanding. Uh, I really like Meany as a player. It looks like he's locked in on one edge. Remus Smith, I thought they really missed him uh, last year. I know he was in and out of first grade um, at times due to form rather than injury. But I think that uh, the year before, I thought he was outstanding. When you look at their wingers, Warbrick, he has another year under his belt. Coates, he got so, so much better towards the end of last year. Um, I am really, really excited for
0: the Storm this year. Come I can make Kamika, 92 games.
1: There you go, boom.
2: No, 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 no rugby, rugby league, baby. <laughs> I thought it was really interesting, and you're right, when I looked at it and it said 11th in attack, 11th in, in defence Wild that they finished top four, unbelievable Preasons. The next thing that I thought though is that if that isn't the greatest example of all time of how important a forward pack is When you've got a spine of Harry Grant, <laughs> Cam Munster, yeah. Jerome Hughes To be 11th in attack um, And you have a look at some of the teams that were above them, let's take Dolphins for example like you would take any of the Melbourne Storm boys in a heartbeat in that yeah. spine. Mm. Um, they really need someone to stand up in that forward pack. Hopefully it's Sean Bloor. I think your point on Christian Welsh is really good. At returning a year back from uh, injury, we know that when he you know, the first year tends to be a little bit slower, the second year tends to pick up again. Uh, it wasn't that long ago Christian Welsh was, in my opinion, one of the best front rowers in rugby league. Uh, but they <coughs> they do really need someone to stand up in that forward pack. As I said, hopefully it's Bloor. I'd Love for it to be Howarth. Mm. Love for him just to explode out of nowhere. I'd love for an Aaron Penny, a Kamikamiza, a Tepo Moral, one of these guys to just jump out of the ground in typical Craig Bellamy fashion, and then it's a game changer all of a sudden.
1: What I like about this for the Storm is Bloor has quite a lot of punch on the edge yet. How earth we know he does as well uh, if he you know ends up fulfilling his potential. But it just simplifies Nelson's game, yep. mate. You go on the field for let's just say forty minutes all up. Your only job is to get as quick play the balls. That's it. Whereas before, I felt like last year they were way too reliant on Nelson by going, okay, we need to put you on an edge because we're desperate for some momentum. But then all of a sudden we had no punch through the middle. Okay, we're going to bring you back into the middle. Uh, Whereas now it just simplifies it. He knows exactly what he's going to be playing all year long. Um, And I still think they haven't managed to replace Brandon Smith's impact through the middle. But this might be a step in the right direction. What do you reckon, Timmy?
0: Occasionally, and I think all footy fans occasionally get these feelings of like butterflies in the stomach where you're just thinking about rugby league in the pre-season you go we're so close to footy action of course we're excited but sometimes it just hits you weirdly out of nowhere and you go, holy <laughs> crap and it's this melbourne storm spine that gives me those butterflies mm. because i look back on last year and i think they finished third made a prelim and i'm like I felt like they're overachieved mm. because we had question marks around the middles and a few other things last season. But the main reason being two games in finals, they got a win there, three games. So the other two games, a cumulative score of 64 to four. <coughs> towed up by the Broncos week one, towed up by the Panthers week three. And I don't think anyone was overly surprised by either of those results. Mm. I think they come in stronger this year. And I think that they will look back on last year and go, okay, we did okay, we got by, we finished third, but Craig Bellamy doesn't sit there and, and he's not content with third. Mm. Craig Bellamy deals in premierships. And this spine of Pappenhausen back, hopefully he returns and looks the goods. Hughes, Munster, Harry Grant are way too good not be pushing for a premiership this year and i just think they'll be burning from the last couple of seasons of underwhelming performances by their lofty standards They said they've added a little bit to their forward pack christian welch to season back from an acl injury i think they're in for a really big season and we you
1: know what was the other part of the brandon smith um impact it was obviously harry grant but the other part also it was ryan pappenhausen yep. and although nick Meany had a really strong year at fullback and um, I said this in the finals, and you know I understand why you know, Storm fans can push back on it. But I said that Nick Meany's a really good player, but I just don't know if he has that dynamic mm-hmm. aspect of his game that, say, a Pappenhausen. And I was saying that they should start far longer at fullback because, although he can make errors because he's a rookie and he's just learning his game, he can break a game op- open also. Also, and then when you look at the fact that they had they were 11th in attack. I think that, that the fact that Pappenhausen wasn't there has a lot to do with that as well. Um, because, you know, Nelson would have got a quick, quick play of the ball. And if Harry Grant's tired or he's not there, then Pappy would have jumped in. And so, what's exciting this year is let's say Pappy doesn't get back to his best, but I I hope he does. Because, like, I think people are so quick to forget how good this guy was. Like, people already saying that he shouldn't have that number one jersey already. Uh, it's craziness to me.
0: Well, there are people saying that the season prior, before the injury, that. He should have been a Blues fullback or a Blues 14 or mm. in there somewhere. Uh, it obviously didn't eventuate. And then, to state what we already know, he didn't play the first 25 rounds last year. but 18 minutes in round 26, then played against the baby Broncos in a baby storm outfit in round 27 and set it alight. You've got, you know, on his day, potentially the best fullback, maybe not the best, but... Well, top-tier. Top tier. Top tier fullback yeah. coming back into this team. Clive Churchill. Into a team that finished third last season and made a prelim final.
1: Mm. I know. And so... And some people are saying, oh, Fata Longo should just get that spot. immediately." like, hang on a sec. Like, there's no one more excited than me with faa Longo. <coughs> but he's... <laughs> well, <whoa>. Okay. <laughs> second, second in line. <laughs> Guret, second in line, me. mate. Come okay, on. second in line. Jeez, I thought he only died there. <laughs> <laughs> First bloke to die on a podcast ever. <laughs> It was over a Rugby League Player. <laughs> That's
0: what I'm here for.
1: <laughs> <laughs> we literally lost our co-host over Fa'a Longo. <laughs> um, there's no one... I am one of the biggest fans of Fa'a Longo.
2: That's the one. Uh,
1: but look, he's a rookie still. We saw the incredible game that he had. Was it against Australia or Samoa? Anyway, and then the next game he made like... against Yeah, so against Australia, he against played really Australia, well. Yeah. Then against New Zealand, he made like... You know, six or seven missed tackles or whatever, and that's not knocking the bloke at all. That that is a natural process of a rookie. Like that is, that is what is expected. And so to just expect that he would get that jersey over Pappy straight away, it, I just it's it's craziness to me. Now, if Pappy comes back in the first four or five games, he's nowhere near, you know, where we know he can be, and Farah or is killing it in, in New South Wales Cup, then or, or Q Cup, sorry, then obviously what an incredible uh, depth to have. Uh, but Pappenhausen coming back into the side, it really does change. Like, look back, remember back to the season, they got to the finals and they they just, I don't know, they just seemed to get to the big games and struggle. But remember when they had that massive record of point scoring in that year? Like that was really all off the back of Pappenhausen. Like he was the key to all of that play through the middle with his speed around the ruck. What
0: was it, four tries in 11 minutes against the Bronx? <laughs> yeah, like,
1: well, you didn't have to say that, did you? <laughs> you didn't have to say <laughs> that. But you did, you said it. Uh, don't worry, we're going to talk about the Raiders, mate. You go, oh, oh yeah, I don't know. Oh, sure uh, yeah. Um, and so that's what excites me. Now, uh, Munster has recently come out and said, I know it's going to sound funny, you know, I'm normally a very confident guy, but I lacked confidence last year, overthinking things and stuff outside of rugby league that is so scary to me that he has Mm. said that and admitted that heading into this year and saying that it's
0: sorted it's like oh god this guy is going to go to another level adding to that Jerome Hughes came out and said I think he said something along the lines of the gap between his best and worst games is too big at the moment and he needs to work on that and talking about how he needs to be better and Harry Grant's
1: role seems to be more cemented of, we're not going to make you do all this shit work. We're going to let you do what you do best. And that's break teams apart.
2: I saw uh, there was a couple of photos getting around the other a few weeks ago of um, Hughes and Munster back at training early. And uh, I was talking to a Melbourne Storm fan and doing research whether it's true or not. But I was looking at it going, they were just in like normal T-shirts. and I said, oh, you not not weird that they're not in Melbourne Storm kit. And I was told that they came back so early that the Storm didn't have their kits ready. <laughs> oh. No way. Don't know if it's true. That's or not. gospel. Might be one of the Lock great walkies of all time. Lock it in. That's gospel.
1: First time ever, blokes come back so early. It's not made. I love that yarn. We're gonna run with it. <laughs> Tell your mates when you go to the pub. Heard that they came back so early. Didn't have kit for them.
0: I, I had a very similar issue in my playing days. Except I used to get back at the start of March and they had no kits left to give out. <laughs> <laughs> um, it, it wouldn't surprise me. It Wouldn't surprise me with all the new sponsors
1: and everything. It needs to get. And it's it just I just think that they're set up. For a massive year. I also think that this is probably going to be Bellamy's last year. I know he said it before every single season, but I feel like it's getting closer. I really do.
2: Well, yeah, but we could be sitting here in four years' time. And he's still doing it. I don't know. Yeah. I this just... I,
1: <laughs> I feel like it's getting closer. Put it this way. If they did win a comp this year, I think he would retire.
2: I think if they win a comp, he retires in a Because yeah.
1: I've said it so many times and I've got no evidence to back it up. I do think he loves the challenge of winning a comp without the big three that have come before. And it's,
2: yeah, it's something in his career that, you know, when you look back and Craig Bellamy is going to be talked about as, you know, one of the greatest of all time. But, you know, if you're looking for arguments against why he shouldn't be up there, that'd be it, mm. realistically. And it's something that it is going to be part of his
1: legacy. Which is silly because he, he outside of Cameron Smith, those boys, he created it. Like, not percent, but, yep. you know, guided them.
2: But it, it'll be the argument from people. Yeah, for sure. We, we for know sure. what people will run with. So, uh, and I think Bellamy is well and truly aware of his legacy.
1: Okay, now looking at this um, this roster... Uh another guy that I am interested to see is Chan. I didn't mind I didn't mind what I saw from him last year. What do you reckon about Chen?
2: Um I thought he was a little bit underwhelming last year. Maybe I had my expectations too high for him. Uh, but I, I thought he would have more impact last season uh, than what he did. But as in when he actually played or as in his season, when, when, when was he be played, bigger. yeah. Okay. I, I, I thought he was gonna do a little bit more last year, but or, you know, young guy. Better for
0: the run. Are we seeing a a rare failed CBA, mate? Oh, there's plenty of failed CBOs, don't (laughs) worry.
2: See, I I didn't look, I might be misremembering. I I liked what I saw from him. Once again, I might have had my expectations too high, and I'm more than happy to wear that. Um, Us being hyperbolic? I don't think so, uh, sir. Can't imagine (laughs) that. No. Uh, But yeah, he's one. There's another kid um, who is he played in Queensland Cup last year, Lazarus uh, Valipu, I believe it is. a front row forward who... Oh, isn't that beautiful? Well, Lazarus, yeah, can, like can, It's, it's just, can, just all... It's all... It yeah, lines it's up. all there. Yeah, it checks out. Um, I was having a look at his stats from last year. How wild well is this? I assume there must there was probably an injury or something involved. In his first eight games last year, he had 24 tackle breaks. In his next 13, he had 13. So he started the season on fire when they were starting. him was a front row. He then came off the bench. So I wonder if maybe there was an injury or something there involved. But uh, to be going into Q Cup... Uh, and he's also, he's not 18, 19, he's t- 24 years old, which mm. I really like as well in my forward. So I think he's one to keep an eye on and uh, doesn't the uh, the bloke chronicle headline write itself when Lazarus comes in in the <laughs> oh, forward oh, <laughs> Absolutely,
1: yeah. it does. Absolutely. Yeah, so Chen now I remember he debuted against the Broncos. I, th- I thought he was okay. I thought he... he um, I th- I like, there's a lot to like there. 21 years old. 21 years old, still very young. Um, I mean, we've spoken about it quite a bit, but we've got to speak... How Worth. I hope I'm saying How Worth. Or How Worth. So when you look at these contracts, what's funny, mate? <laughs> how do you stuff that up? Is that what you're saying? Uh, Is that what you are thinking? How do you stuff that up? That was up? definitely what he was thinking.
0: Uh, it wasn't how you stuff it up, it's just you had like six different goes of it and it's just like, yeah, take you Well,
1: you win some, you lose more.
0: Uh, uh, yeah. uh, JH.
1: JH. <laughs> uh, Off to the Warriors. <laughs> <laughs> the only other players signed until 2027 are Nelson, Cameron Munster, and Katoa. He's a rookie that hasn't debuted yet. Uh, unprecedented! Storm have never done this. I don't even think Cameron Smith signed a five-year deal.
0: Yeah. Play, he played that uh, that round 27.
1: Sorry, game. yeah, he's one game of NRL.
0: Baby Brian. you know what's, he, what's that, weird about Storm. that game
1: is I almost don't like it is an NRL game, but I almost don't see like yeah, I don't remember it. In the like, top yeah. Um, anyway. So Howarth is, he's on a decent wicket. He signed this contract before he played NRL, way before he played NRL. And I haven't really heard much buzz about him. Whereas a guy like Fa'alongo, I was hearing buzz about him, you know, as far back as not 23, but even 22, I was hearing buzz about him. Uh, so I'm just, and what's surprising is Howarth coming out of school, there was crazy buzz about him. And I just wonder what is going on there. Are we seeing a Bellamy masterclass about being patient? Or is seeing a young rookie that's just struggling to find his foot feet a little bit in the first grade system.
2: Impossible to say without which is, which is okay by yeah. the way. Yeah.
1: Not everyone has to debut at nineteen, twenty yeah. years old. Like yeah. that's totally fine. But like it's like this guy was the guy yeah. coming out of from school.
2: watching him coming through. You would have said. I did say on numerous occasions, he will debut at 19. Yeah, it's wild. Like he signed to 2027. I feel like he's been signed to 2027 for three years. Mm. Like it's it's incredible how long this feels like it's all dragged out. And you also have a look at last year, like he's a guy that can play back row. He can play center as well. How many injuries have the Storm had in those two positions over the last two years? And lost
1: two key players. And not had people cemented in those spots outside of Qatar.
2: And I could be completely wrong, but I, I believe that even that game against Brisbane, we got there and I think he came off the bench, didn't he? I think they started. Yeah, Canada, I think he came off the bench. I, I reckon,
0: from memory only because it was very Supercoach relevant at the time, I reckon he was named on the bench and he started come game day. I've got it right here. Give us a second.
2: Regardless, yeah, 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 it's
0: wild how it has all
2: played out with him and I can't believe he hasn't played more first grade.
0: Yeah, so he was named at 17, came in and started, and I also reckon he got injured in that game.
2: Yeah, he didn't play the full 80 in that game?
0: No, he played um, 65 minutes, went off late with something or other. Yeah, okay.
1: Um, Yeah, so I'm I'm really keen to see how he progresses because he's kind of one of those players that we're going to wake up – well, not sure, but there's a chance we wake up one day and he is absolutely exploded. Mm. But that's the kind of talent he has. I don't – whereas a lot of players – Not a lot of players, but, like, most young guys coming through, they either explode onto the scene or it takes them kind of a while, like, in NRL to then slowly build into players. But how is the kind of guy that it might just one day click for him and then, boom, he just goes? Can you
0: imagine what, like, we look at the Storm roster and they're light on still probably a a high-quality middle forward. He's not necessarily going to help that, but he solidifies the edge spot and provides another... High quality potential centre option If he hits anything near the expectation Of the last couple of years It changed the team completely
2: yeah. I, oh, I think 100%. with this kid too There's a bit of a misconception he's, he's listed on their website and everything as a centre Played 17 games in the back row in reserve grade last year Don't is have it, to remind me <laughs> <laughs> One of the great calls all the time But whatever <laughs> Yeah it was a good call by you And playing 80 Like the last 10 games he played 80 minutes um, Is it interesting they went after Sean Bloor?
1: That's that's what's like. It just bit. doesn't. Yeah, I, I'm not sure. I will. I agree with you. Timmy, is that if he hits his straps, and then you got Sean Blaw floating around to be fill some other gap, whether it's thirteen, whether it's in the middle, whether it's coming off the bench, that forward pack goes like just to a whole other level yeah, when also, you're, yeah. you're squeezing players out of it.
0: And even just your bench makeup, like you've got your outside backs covered, but certainly center. Howarth played 17 games last
2: year. He had 62 tackle breaks.
0: So it's not like he's playing.
2: Bad footy. Yeah. This is only going off stats too. Yeah. Maybe there's more to it, sure, but... Maybe we're just witnessing a Craig
1: Bellamy masterclass of patient, patient, mm. patience, patience.
2: The longest tackle at a 96... At a 90% efficiency, like... He's not playing bad. It doesn't seem like he's playing bad. Yeah. Maybe, as I said, maybe... Look, Craig Bellamy
1: is the greatest of all time player development, uh, developer in rugby league. Do we all agree there? Yeah. Yeah. Like, I think think it's you know you could make arguments about the best coach all time like is it Bennett is it Gibson like you could make those arguments I don't think there's anyone that could argue that he's not the greatest all-time player developer so maybe this is just a master class of making sure a guy that they believe so strongly in they sign him on a five-year deal he's the future of the club he's going to be there for a long time they're going to try to win premierships with him make sure that when he is ready to go he's really ready to go maybe that's what we're witnessing at the moment
2: I had another question for you, but it'll derail us for uh, 15 <laughs> minutes, so I might save it. But it'll be interesting to see how close Ivan Cleary gets to best development coach. You can't Ooh. say you're not
0: going to say it and then you ask it. And you and oh, It, now do. it, it just doesn't uh, work, mate. Uh, here we are. I tried it with Kempi oh. before, like Let's an hour ago, and, and he answered it. <laughs> <laughs>
2: okay. Um I can't believe you had Darren Lockyer over slightest <laughs> <laughs> Oh,
0: stop it.
1: But that's a fair chart, though. <laughs> <laughs> I th- I, that's a fair chart. Locky, I, I feel like...
2: Uh, look, it's one A, one B. What did I say? <laughs>
0: what did I say? You can't. You can't. Do you, all Slater? You.
2: Is your Slater? No, I'm just luring you into a trap. Slater I'm just trying to piss him off. Um,
0: it? It's absolutely Slater. Yeah, I think Slater, but it is Slater hard. Hodgson. <laughs> 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 wow.
1: Well. Okay.
0: Save it for Byround uh podcast. <laughs> <Yeah>.
1: <laughs> okay. Um, shout out the Byround podcast. Uh, Nick Meaney. <laughs> Right. <laughs> <laughs> i uh I, I really hope nick media gets an extension 2024 is his last season contracted i think he does surely, surely yeah how can he not i, I think he'll he kill it, it at center. year i think he'll be that center that okay he may not have like the highlight reel of you know a, a cooper or gaznier or a hojo but he'll be that player that is like deceptively you know making line breaks here and there with with smart footy, you know, like running good lines, really safe, getting through a bunch of work. I, I'm excited to see how and he goes at centre.
0: Not that it is his best position by any means, but he can also cover five eight. He can literally cover one to six for them in the back line at a yeah. You know, and in today's game done. it's so
1: important. Yeah. So important. Um, outside of that, can't wait to see Harry Grant this year. I like, Harry Grant won Dally and great. Yeah. And what's ironic is I kind of feel like he didn't have his best season last year it shows you how much, how far he is ahead of did he win dali m hooker
0: i think yeah. he did okay
1: yeah it shows you how far ahead harry green is than the rest of the the pack in regards to hooking if he
0: stays fit like he could win that for the next 10 years
1: Mate, when he is on and you can vert, like you can literally watch the game and see the opposing forward pack begin to stress out mm. Like begin to make bad
0: decisions and go, fuck, this is like frustrating. This, this hooker constantly putting us in bad spots. We've seen him in recent years, and I know I've alluded to it a thousand times already, but Melbourne's middles, their lack of middles, their lack of middles. Imagine if they get back to being one of the most dominant middles in the game or him behind that pack. Imagine him in like it, Panthers' pack. Imagine. Good luck.
1: <laughs> it would be a joke. Um, uh, anyways, Kato- Katoa, really excited. Second year under Bellamy. Cannot wait. Uh, And I was just going to say one more. Another year with Jerome Hughes too. Yep. Alec McDonald. I'm interested to see how he goes. I I thought he was a real goer last year. Played way above his weight. Real kind of a project player that Bellamy loves. He's a Bellamy dude. Yeah. Um, Okay. Storm. Also, we've already spoken about it a little bit, but far longer. I cannot wait to see this guy play an extended period of NRL. When we talk about highlight reels, oh my God. Um, I've got him in my top
0: four.
2: Yeah, I think they'll be uh, two to five.
0: I've got them in third and yeah, top four. I've got them in third as well. Uh, I've got them in top three top 3 Ooh,
1: okay yeah i got him third i got him in the top 4 uh, they're $2.65 to make the top 4 yep, which course. i think is great value for the storm there 9 bucks to win the comp if you think they can go the whole way one other market that has just caught my eye i was talking to timmy in the green room about this one earlier yeah. mm. uh, ryan pappenhausen top point scorer for the comp this year uh, we've heard Ooh. he's going to play a trial let's have a look and see if he goal kicks there that'll be obviously a big
0: deciding factor 36 bucks to be the top Point scorer really in the comp this year. I got him at forty runs. Oh, loaded. That's value. So let's just have a wait and see if he's going to goal kick. I know he's had injuries, but stay um, patient. Hey, stay patient. Stay patient. I also took a little flyer on him at one hundred and fifty-one to one for top try scorer as well. Okay, never know, never Ooh, know. cheeky, very cheeky, I, I didn't wait and see either. I got on <laughs> as soon as you t- as soon as you said it t- to me. Um, Who's the favorite uh, in that market?
1: Uh, the I top point
0: out. scorer market. Uh,
1: just give me a second. I'll pull it up. Theory? up. I dare say it no, would be. be Saka uh, Sarko Sarko, Sarko. Uh-huh. Sarko yeah, Saka or Garrick yep.
2: or someone? Yep. Or
1: Garrick, yeah. Well, Garrick's in the centres, according to Timmy. Did you have him predict the centres?
2: Yeah. Yeah.
0: You'll play centres.
1: Oh, well Okay. Yep.